this is Alyssa. And this is Holly. And this is the Autumn Farm Sanctuary Podcast. Hey, what's up? Hi, Holly. What you drinking? Uh, well, we had we just the the little clink and coughing and choking and <laughs> dying that you heard a little bit ago is uh, was us drinking exceedingly expensive, even though. But which, which is relative? Yes, I mean, well, yeah, I'm sure Elon Musk thinks it's super cheap, but it's n- normally a three hundred dollar bottle of scotch. We. I think we spent way less. It's, uh, it's Johnny years Walker. Ago. <laughs> Johnny Walker Blue, and it's got a neat history with them, with my family, or more so with with our, our family. family. Yeah, from our wedding, um, your brother brought it out. Um, and oh, hold on, Harry, you're supposed to be upstairs taking your yeah. nap. And you can make your yeah. your podcast. After. And what do you want your podcast to be about? About. Kitty videos? Kitty videos? Like different kitty videos that you've watched? Yeah. What are some kitty videos that you have watched? Snow kitty videos? Yeah, what happens in the snow kitty video? The, the person p- picks them, gets them out of the snow, and then he shoves uh, the cat away. All right. Okay. The child is gone. Yeah, I- we got him. He was on a, a little bit of a tangent of wanting to do his own podcast, which is awesome. Yes, yes, yes. It is. Um, yeah. He's wanting to do a dinosaur okay. one. I'm surprised so he's actually talking about. Resituated here. Kitty videos. Yeah. Um, Usually it was last time he said he wanted to do a video on. Yes. It was tornadoes. Oh. Um, Featuring kitties, but they were going to talk about dinosaurs. Yeah, he the, the kid knows everything about dinosaurs. Yeah, we were reading his dino book. Okay, here we go on our proud parent tangent. Yeah. Um, where he, yeah, he was uh, wanting to he was wanting me to read him his dino book, and he was going through each page, and there are dinosaurs that I didn't even know he knew about that he was telling me That's the per- correct pronunciation of, and yeah, it is insane. so proud of him. So, so anyway, so we have him. I yeah. I found. Uh, he always likes his horsey calm down show, which is a show about horses on HBO. It's a show called the like, like the calm. world of calm. Yeah. Yes, very calm. Cheers again. So we have um, <laughs> yeah, so we have Jenny our, Walker Blue. Yeah, that was from our. Your brother bought some and brought it to our weddings, mm-hmm. and, and then we got some from on the way back from his wedding at the yep, duty the duty free shop. I like to stop. But the duty free shop. shop. Shout bonus out to Seinfeld. Of, oh, I was going to say bonus points if you know what we were talking about. There you go. You just um, spoiled it. I ruined it. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so we, we got that. And then I think it was on sale at Costco once. So we have <laughs> randomly two bottles. Well, okay. So yeah, usually it's like $300, $350. And we're picking it up for like a buck 75. And you mean we, $175, not a dollar. Buck 75. And what the hell's with your microphone? It keeps slipping. 
So it was $1.75. Um, and uh Wait, no, it wasn't a dollar seventy five. You don't say a buck for a hundred dollars. Yeah. You no. go out by a car and you say, oh, I'll give you a buck, buck fifty, it means a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. No. Yes. Nobody says that. And who has that kind of cash? People that talk like this. I don't think they're they do. the ones writing it off. Again, Again I don't think see Elon if you know that quote. Is saying a buck twenty-five. Sure he does. You think he has time to say I'll give you hundred and fifty thousand dollars for this vehicle? No, he just looks at it and goes, buck buck fifty, buck twenty-five. He probably doesn't even say it the price. He just says, Yeah, I'll have that one. <laughs> oh wait, I own, I, I own this company. I'll just take it. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, um, but we we we've kind of turned it into a tradition of yeah. morning slash celebration. So we're drunk a lot. No, no, we're not. Um, yeah, it's a uh, um, in memory of uh, first was well the day that we were going. We had the podcast all set up, and our right. our neighbor called and said uh, that one of our cats was passed away on our property on the other side of our electrified fence, mm-hmm. just 7,000 volts. So there's no way anybody's going up against that thing. Um, and uh, claimed that there was a coyote in the area. So you went out and um, it, was, it was black bean. Mm, uh, burrito. Or burrito, I'm sorry. It was burrito. Burrito had the short hair. Uh, burrito, yeah, pa- passed and away, and was, that's the first cat that we've we've lost. And that's hard. I mean, I've got some great pictures of me and Burrito, and Burrito is just a baby, just and a kitten. I think that um, I we kind of we're strongly wondering well, so if something. We more- took a look at our security camera. We've got coming and going from the farm, and there was no coyotes. Um, if there was, it it would have been picked up. Um, and then, you know, looking at more of the, of how burrito passed, it wasn't from an animal that was looking for food. It would have been an animal looking to play. So territorial, which a domestic dog can, which they have. Yeah. So, Um, um, the, and it's the placement, it does not make any sense because the placement of burrito is on the corner of an electrified fence. So you would have to go, you know, like the length of a football field one way to a corner and then another length of the football field, you know, to finish off the square. So if an animal is going to go there, if the cats are even going to, the cats never go there because that's Mm -hmm. down by the garden and we see them all the time. We're always down there. Um, they always bypass that area because there's just, why would you not just go straight shot? Mm-hmm. Like there's no, there's they've no, nothing over there for them. Paths. Yeah. They've got a, they definitely have their pass. Um, sadly, what we suspect is some form of foul play on our neighbor's part. Yeah. Are and that's really hard. That That's really hard. Untrustworthy people. And Very untrustworthy. Not to hopefully they're, not listeners, and if they are, then as long as we don't name them, that, yeah, uh, they know who they are. <laughs> so it, um, it, it, it was really hard, and I said, now is a great time to do the podcast. And I, you know, you were the one that that um, went and picked up burrito. It was we we tried for about five minutes. It, it was a shit show. Um, 
just quite weren't quite ready for it. So I apologize that it was coming on coming on late. But we did put up, we got the person that's donating all of our trail cams to us mm-hmm. by um, a company called Arlo. Um, they're not the donators. No. Um, That'd be cool if they were, but. They're the people who charge us. <laughs> and so we put up a trail camera. So we now have four cameras uh, strategically placed around the property. And in the, let's just say this, in the event that something else happens on their property line, we'll have some great video of it. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, last time we put a trail camera up, they flipped their shit because they thought we were spying on them, which was so weird. Yeah, it's, like it's that's a so uncomfortably. Because <laughs> even this one, it is, um, you know, partially because they're not trustworthy, but also because um, it is in a spot where there is a lapse in the fence, and we want to make sure that we know the wild animals that are coming and going, and and what. Well, it's still. Is, like a hundred feet from that lapse. Oh. So it's not, I mean, it's, it's oh, everything is very suspect about it. So if we have to keep an extra eye on that line of property that they're At troublemakers, then yeah, so be it. We can always move. We got a solar power panel hooked up to it. Yeah. It's rocking. So, um, so, yeah, so that um, was, that was burrito yeah, so and we had that. greatly miss him. Um, then we also, um, not farm related, but one of my very, very dearest clients passed away recently, Leanne. Um, and that's number two for you, Leanne. Ooh. The second Ooh. click is we found it's a, a toast to the house. So you or, cheers. Or your fallen Or your yeah, fallen friends. Um, but yeah, Leanne was... Um, a very, very dear person and a, a dear friend and a wonderful client and um, had been dealing with some pretty severe um, health issues for many years, um, pretty much as long as I've known her. And um, and you've you've known her, you've known Leanne for about uh, seven, eight years, something like that. It's been, um, it was before we moved into the farm, but anyway, it's yeah, been a, it's so been a while. It's been a long time, and um, and not to dismiss your just cutting hair for her, you know, it turns out that it was a, a really big deal. Which yeah, we were doing. I I hadn't really realized um, the impact that I mean, I I knew that her hair was always important to her, and I think that was and she was diagnosed with ALS. Um, in 2020 and it was Lou Gehrig's disease. Also yeah. Um, it is a devastating, awful, horrible, horrific disease. So when you and met her, she was still mobile. She and had used a cane. Yeah. Um, she'd had some back surgeries. She's just had a lot of chronic pain over the years and, yeah. and was just trying to never really getting a diagnosis. And I think a lot of people just jumping on, um, doing more surgeries on her and trying to fix her and it wasn't helping her. It was making things worse. And, um, uh, but yeah, at, at her funeral, it was, it was, it was really cool to see how many people really loved her and, and I guess humbling to see how, when I, I went up to her caretaker and, um, Nina and I just, you know, was like, Hey, I don't know if you remember me because towards the end I was coming to her house to do her hair. Um, and I said, I, I did her hair and I had Nuko with me 
And she was like, oh, of course. She's like, hey, Nuka, because I brought Nuka with me one time. And, I, you know, that kid doesn't have a normal name. We get that. So how she remember that? And, um, But I think because Leanne, you know, I, and I said good memory. And, and But I also, when I talked to her father, he knew who I was, too. And it was weird that, you know. Well, okay, say the truth. <laughs> Her dad is Bob Uecker. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was actually really. I, so for I those of you non, what is it? Gen X or whatever. For or those Gen of you Z, who have never watched anything on if, TV. If you're 40 years old, you might remember Mr. Belvedere. He was the dad. He, he was the dad. He's also a baseball legend. And also then, a baseball yes, announcing legend. he is considered to be called also, Mr. Baseball. Yeah. He's in the Baseball Hall of Fame. He's And I will done, say an incredibly kind person. Yeah. Incredibly yeah. nice, but yeah, when I very went up generous. and I, I said, very very generous. You know, I, I used to do Leanne's hair, and I I so sorry. And he was like, "Oh, I know who you are." It's like, what? It's, but, you know, uh, in the moment, it's it's a funeral, but you're also a little starstruck, and was, it's like trying to compose yourself of like, okay, just like you want to not come across as like a like, oh my god, I love your work, but right, but. I was in, and it was in the same way of like we were good. her we did care, caretaker being like remembering Nuka. It's like it, it made me realize like Leanne was always really special to yeah. me and I was always very protective of her, but I was also important to her. And I'm, I'm glad that I was able to give her. That's pretty neat. Some, I, I was able to make her feel good. And, and, you, and that's, and that's where I was going is that you she was talking to other people about her hair. And in fact, yeah. in her eulogy, they even mentioned how much she yeah, loved her, her hair her and how important her hair was. That's really neat. Yeah. That's I, I, You left a, a really awesome impact. Yeah. And it does make somebody. me, you know, as much as I sometimes think like, I'm doing such like a, a, I have a career path that's so vain, you know, but it is, you know, we all want to feel good about ourselves. And a lot of that is your outward appearance. You give, that's a, a, you give a good, you're doing hair at a fraction the cost that other people do. That's true. I'm a good deal. And you, I think you give better, it's a cooler atmosphere and everything about it is, I, I think you just go above and beyond. I, I think Thank it's you. more I, than. I take a lot of pride in what I do. And when I, you used to work at your salons, it was different. It was like you would come home and you were angry and boy, we were really sidetracked here. But like, <laughs> it's just like the salon atmosphere is like, it's so toxic. There's it a just lot of, wasn't yeah. what we are, who you and I are. And There's you had to work there. There's a lot of bickering with like amongst people. There's, and, and not to say that everybody yeah. was like that, but. Um, no, there are some great people. Most of them quit and got out. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lot of, you know, but there was, I, I was even telling my client today, she was telling me about a coconut oil product that she was using and her hair felt great. And I was like, you know, I used to think that you had to spend only buy salon quality, really expensive mm -hmm. stuff. And I think that was also because I was being taught by people yeah. that wanted me to make a profit off of. But sales. it's. I think it's important that, you know, what, what you're the one that has to go to work every day. You're the one that has to miss your family. You're the one that has to miss all these amazing opportunities. And at the end of the day, week, year, 40 years, 50 years, what do you have to show for it? Grumpy, pissed off family members that don't like you, friends that never call you. 
<laughs> so what? You can say that you got a cool car. There was a really you know, it's interesting. Like if, it was funny. And there's a, a website called Behind the Chair, and it's all hair education. Sounds riveting. Like anyway. No, it goes along back with to what Autumn Farm Sanctuary Park. One more thing, and then we'll go back because there is another one more um, unfortunate yeah. death that we have to talk about. Um, but there was a quote, and it had something to do with the fact that like. Um, there's like, oh, what was it? It was like all botched up. No, it is. It, it isn't. It isn't. It, it was something along the lines of like, um, <laughs> choose which one you want. Like, there's a reason why a bus seats 30 and a, a Maserati seats two or something like that. Or McLaren seats one, whatever. <laughs> and, um, but basically saying like, you're going to have to leave people behind if you want to make it in this world. And if you want to be oh, really come on now. Yeah. That was like basically the point of the thing. And there were definitely people on there. They're like, amen, sister or brother, whatever. Amen. And like, yeah, Person. totally. And you yeah. got to work. But then there's a lot of no, people like, um, I'd that's rather awful. have my bus with my friends and family than be an <laughs> asshole that makes a ton of money. And or you could get anybody. a cheap car, have everybody over for, for a campfire, was- and nobody has to sit on a fucking bus. Yeah, it, it was just like, it was it was a very, like, egotist. And there's, yeah, that's, I get it. But anyways, but yeah, so the so, day of the funeral, um, we also... Morning, morning uh, of? Morning of, we found out that our very beloved um, Philip passed away. Yeah. Um, Bottoms up. Oh, man, that's good. Um, uh, so, Philip, we also call him our good morning. Oh, excuse me. Good morning, America, duck. He, we don't call him that. I call him you that. call him that. <laughs> so, for the longest time when you would come to our booth, if we were tabling at like an event, you would see we would we had our newspaper because we made okay. obviously local papers saying hey good morning America came to Cedarburg and um but, but he was after yeah. a while we're like ah we gotta kind of phase that out so that was you know seven years ago but um yeah he was in a hoarding situation and the, the people just uh knew they had too much going on and there was something like well the girl was living for free on her grandma's property yeah. and she got kicked out. So there was like 30 some animals, a horse included, that were in this small shed. We were told was, a shed, yeah, specifically like, a shed. I know the ducks were in a shed. It, it was just, there it was, was awful. a lot of, and so Philip's feet uh, suffered major frostbite and they did freeze off. And he was the only duck that actually survived. Yeah. All the rest froze so, to death. So through that story, we got people... Um, that came out of everywhere trying to make feet prosthetic feet for him. And truth be told, it was a lot of fun. We got um, some great publicity. Oh, we are on NPR, favorite, oh, yeah. favorite radio were. show. Um, and But the reality is that he really preferred to he adapt. Stumps. Yeah, he had his little stumps. We always made sure it was soft bedding and everything mm-hmm. like that. And he would come and go from the barn just... Like all the other, yeah, we had he was a, a Muscovy too. Yeah, they're a, a larger size duck, um, and he was he was eight years old, and so he was he was old for a Muscovy. So we're we're ha- it, it was kind of hard because it was it was very sudden. Yeah. Um, but at and, night, and it was overnight, and it wasn't 
super cold that night either, thankfully. Yeah. But um, yeah, but he he was. Um, we don't know for sure what the cause of death is. Um, we are, um, assuming that it is something with old age. Um, we've been having to be careful with autopsies lately truth yeah told, which, which well, we can well that's a that's a good because well we can phase into that i think that's a usda thing and there's a lot of so truth. okay we'll we'll come back to that but so what we had that morning was one of our oldest ducks passing away one of our oldest animals passing away on the heels of heading to a funeral mm-hmm. um and it was it was just a it was a long day. It was a really long day, but it was really neat because the the funeral, as I hope mine is out back behind the farm someday, tons of people laughing, tons of people mm-hmm. just making great, great jokes, great humor about it, lots of love, so much love in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, we thirty minutes beforehand, we decided, you know what? let's bring Harry. We are gonna get a sitter. But here he came with, and I, I think there's, you know, it, it was funny because we were sit, sitting down during the funeral, and he, I, I'm trying to say, you know, we don't talk. You know, you have to whisper. If you want something, you have to whisper. And then somebody made a joke. Everybody laughed. And, and he goes, he goes, you have to be quiet. And I said, well, it's okay to sometimes laugh. So then every time everybody would laugh, he would do his ha ha Just as loud as he possibly yeah. could, which. So, but it, it, and then afterwards, you know, he ran right up to the family and didn't grasp. He's only four. Didn't grasp what was going on, but knew that mm-hmm. something, something had happened and something's different. We, you know, we talked a lot about that. He's obviously around death a lot, but it was just, he brought this like energy to the entire room that said, it's going to be okay. Yeah. It's going to be okay. Everybody was, you know, laughing at his antics and yeah, he was, he was was good. It was a good day. Very well behaved for being in a situation that he was in. And, and, um, what can you do? It's a part of life. It's a, you, you have to, I think laughter is, is, yeah. is really the best thing. So, um, the, uh, we were dealing in Wisconsin right now. We're dealing with this bird influenza. Oh, it's nationwide. It's oh, nationwide. Wisconsin. Yeah. And, um, it's, it I know. it's pretty intense. It's, uh, birds have the flu. They vomit everywhere. Oh, no, no. Okay. They have to I sit on the couch and eat graham, or, I'm sorry, aren't... not graham crackers, saltines and seven up. It's, uh, they watch a lot of TV. Okay. Too. Well, so we're not going to poke light at it because it's actually, do you, want me, uh, like, do you want me to rewind it? I can go over that if that's going to be hurtful to somebody. No, it, it, well, I mean, no, I don't think anybody's going to. I mean, maybe I can rewind it and go over it. No, we don't have to rewind it and go over it, but I think it would be good to have the actual explanation. Well, obviously (laughs) it would be awful if we Um, left out. I mean, this is the reality of. Well, um, yeah. So it it, it shouldn't be taken lightly because it is actually an almost a hundred percent. So it's highly, it's a a HPAI, which is highly pathogenic avian influenza. Um, there are uh, different strains of avian influenza all the time, but um, sometimes one that's highly pathogenic will get through. Just is, like ours. Yeah, it is one um, that is... Or the human. I shouldn't say like ours, like the yeah. human. It's spread, um, it sounds like, through waterfowl the most because um, like many uh, viruses that will... Um, 
So like a, a more, what am I trying to say? A more effective virus is going to be one that doesn't kill you. Um, that'll yeah. spread and keep spreading. So within water, wild waterfall, it seems to um, spread and not really affect them. But when it goes into domestic poultry, it sounds like it is a 99 to 100% death chance. So now and you're talking about factory farms and big commercial part, farms. But there have been, um, I know there's one, possibly two sanctuaries that have um, had their birds test positive and they are... The USDA comes in and they uh, euthanize every single one of your birds. And so there's, there's a very, it's a hard place to be in right now when you have a death of a bird because. It's it's interesting seeing you watch your words too. Well, you want to, you want to bring them in for a necropsy. Right. Because you want to know what happened. Um, A necropsy is an autopsy. Yes. um, But. When there haven't been any, he had zero signs or symptoms of avian flu. And so I didn't want to, my thoughts were, if, if they, if our birds did have it, um, they are doomed anyways. And I would rather have them, you know, you hate to say, but you, you just hope that some of them survive it. Um, but also... You want them to, and let's set um, this on the pretext that um, we don't have it on our property because it was so many days ago. Other birds would have passed away if you wake up to yeah, and, and uh, as many birds as having, we have, and as, at least having symptoms. Yeah, um, nobody has had. Yeah, it, it's zero I, symptoms. It so so it's it's not, if we had woken up to three birds passed away. Yeah. Or again, even just sick. Um, because yeah, like, it's you know, without question. I have trouble combs. They would have yeah. a hard time breathing. So we're, we're doing the proper yeah. care. And I don't... he was, yeah. Um, but unfortunately, yeah, what happened with the one sanctuary? They had a turkey that died. They brought him in for an necropsy. They tested him for avian influenza. Oh, that's so hard now, to hear. That's so sad. Um, and and mean, they don't necessarily What can you do? do the... I mean, there's there's nothing you can't do. Yeah, you, if the you USDA just... gets involved, they quarantine your whole place. They send agents out to you. You are not allowed to move anybody. You are not allowed. Like, it is very regulated, very, you cannot allow people, like, I wouldn't be allowed to let my clients onto the property. Because yeah. um, their fear is that it can go from your boots into your car. can go on your and clothes. And then you walk around the next person's farm Mm -hmm. and their birds peck at that poop and they, Um, you know, it's not even that it's that if they're near it and, and you touch your birds or it's not even that they're like ingesting poop, like, cause they typically don't do that. They, they can just just be near it, but it's a virus and they can just even being near it. It can, it can be airborne. So it's, it's a very, but, Thankfully, we've talked to Dr. Boss a lot. Um, she said, "Yeah, for years our, ago we did. We brought her we into did this recently, um, in, into this conversation when this first came around for us about it was like five, seven six, seven years, years ago. ago." And um, and she's like, "Well, here's what you got to do." And so yeah, so there's um, for our setup, we're doing the best we can. And she said that our risk is relatively low for what we are doing so far, um, and. It's hard because there's a lot. When this happened the first time around seven years ago, there were 
far less sanctuaries than there are now. And which is a good thing that there's more sanctuaries, but it's kind of like with COVID where when you Ooh, have political, <laughs> well, no, it's not even <laughs> politics. It's when you have like that herd mentality where you have a lot of people that are kind of, you know, th- there's these little, like, especially like Facebook groups where there's all these sanctuary owners that are all, that have birds and they're all just kind of like feeding into each other's paranoia to the point where, from what I understand, there's even been some sanctuaries where people are wearing hazmat suits to go near their birds and they're not letting them outside at all. And they're yeah. not, you know, and it's. And that's, if, if you feel the, that your animals are going to be better served living in a cage where you can keep them away and from predators, then that's that that's on you. But we feel that our animals are better served being um, free, truly free ranging. They can come and go. Well, um, and we all day. have, you know, and and for where we are, it it's a good fit. But yeah. there are places yeah. where we don't like, have a river. If we had a river, our ducks would be gone forever. Well, not even. <laughs> even just saying with like predators like we really don't well, that's what have, i mean like if you know we don't yeah so we um but yeah well, there's um it's i lost my train of thought damn it it's a it's an it's a difficult thing it's um you know kind of on your point like right now they're talking about you know first we had covid version one then was delta then omicron and now they sit talking about BA2 and BA2 has been around for months and it's been in America for months, but now it's in the news. So people are getting really worked up about it. But the reality is that it's been here for so long. It's not as bad as Omicron. It's not as bad as Delta. It's a variant of those. They're calling it Delta Cron. But um, it, it, like it you said, it, like it, it, you getting... feed into that unknowingly and then you kind of right. step back and think you know okay what are some of the other places specifically sanctuaries that were around in past years when this happened how did they get through it what did they do maybe it was just chance yeah maybe it wasn't maybe we've our family's never gotten covid maybe that's chance maybe it's because we were just really careful we always wear a mask we're vaccinated we social distance we've never gotten covid yeah i think you just have to do the same thing with with the avian influenzas, you just have to go into it saying, you know, we can cage up everybody and keep them safe and protected, or we can well, and let our, them be free range and we can keep our volunteers safe and protected. Yeah. Well, and for our situation, they're really, we don't have the ability to keep our birds separated from our big animals. So in order to keep our birds safe and inside we would have to also do that with our mammals and it's just not a possibility for us right now and so that's that's the decision that we've made (gasps) okay now is it commercial time it is time for a commercial break we here at autumn at afs international (laughs) (laughs) this is our spring fun drive <laughs> Who do we have to thank? Oh, anybody? Do we care oh, about anybody? Don't thank anyone. No. no. Thank you, everyone. Thank you to the person that bought a sweatshirt from us that is still hanging in limbo. Yes, we are going to get it for you if you do listen to this at all. <laughs> We're trying to find a company that has um, made in America products. Thank you to this is 
the random one, but Beerline, because we were just there this weekend, and it's always delicious. But, yes. Uh, Go Michael, there. Talk to Michael. Thank Michael for um, his wonderful... Put a dollar in our little Autumn Farm Sanctuary Put a jar. dollar. Don't be a cheap bastard. You can do more than put a dollar. $20, $50, $100. Yes. Let's see how much you can put yeah, in Don't there. even eat there. Just be like, I was going to... You know what? Sorry, Michael. I'm going to put all my money... Mm-hmm. No, okay, here's what you gotta do. I've said it before, I'll say it again. You go in, you get the whole family set up for food, friends, whatever. You're paying for everything. And then you say, you know what? You know what, guys? People, instead of dessert, whatever you guys wanna get, I'm gonna donate to Autumn Farm Sanctuary. So we're gonna skip dessert tonight, and we're gonna instead donate to Autumn Farm Sanctuary. So you still come out looking awesome. And you know what you can also do? Donate that amount and still get dessert. And a little extra. <laughs> Treat yourself. But then take the money we're going to give to dessert and give that even to us. Double donations. Or get extra dessert and bring it to us. Okay, yeah, you can do that. Yeah, you can whatever. call quits there. So donate two times to us, buy dessert, bring it over to the farm, give it to us. Boom, done. Easy peasy. Mm-hmm. So, Amazon. Um, Thank you, Amazon, for giving. (laughs) Yes, Amazon Smile. You're gonna buy stuff. You know you gotta buy stuff. That crappy pair of socks. Thank Amazon though for that. Let's thank the people that use Amazon Smile (laughs) and buy things off of Amazon. All that stuff that you gotta get that crappy spatula that didn't work out. Screw Amazon. Guess what? But buy it off of Amazon. We get 13 cents off that special off that spatula. Blah blah. Yeah. Um, Anytime you buy something, go to smile.amazon.smile.com.amazon/slash. Amazon, smile. smile, and uh, choose Autumn Farm Sanctuary, and then and you we... can even have it preset on your app so that it'll always do. Yeah. It. It's kind of hard to find, but you can find it. You can do it. You You're gonna buy it. that crap anyway, so um, you might as well give some of it to us. So also, thank you to our patrons that we don't really do anything <laughs> on our Patreon because I don't know how it works, and I'm I really don't know sorry. Either. I tried. No, one day, I, it's one day. Really difficult to learn how to. Videos on there, and I'm so it is sorry. So difficult. But thank you to the like okay, you know what? the people that still Screw donate to us. Screw all those other big companies like Star Talk Radio that I'm a part of. I pay, mm-hmm. I think, like three dollars a month or something like that. Mm-hmm. Their Patreon page is amazing, but seriously, yeah, it's a full time job keeping that Patreon page up. It is, yeah, it's a lot. So anyway. Uh, thank you to our volunteers um, who've been amazing. We're actually, we have some volunteers that are going to be staying at our house um, in a couple months so we mm-hmm. can take our first ever vacation. Montana and yes. Wyoming and Yellowstone so that's and the Great awesome. Teton Mountains. Um, and and uh, music. Uh, My brother's band. Well, yep. Today, I think we opened with Iching Quartet. This, I think, is also Iching Quartet. Or, or Magical Beasts. You know, just go and buy I their know, stuff. Yeah. The it's all good. Iching. It's all good. Please it's go good, support good, them. Good They're a Chicago band. Awesome yes. band. And um, how else can you get involved? We've got many, many opportunities. Like I said, we need somebody for Patreon. If you want to take over that, absolutely. Please do. You can come out here anytime you want, take videos or whatever. You don't even have to live in... Oh, oh, oh crap. No, no. <laughs> Should we just be done with our... <laughs> yeah, guys. Garland jumped up. Yeah, our cat. Pushed the button, so that's that. But yes, if somebody lives across um, here, we'll just do a part <laughs> of it. If somebody lives on the other side of the world, what we're looking for out of you is you can take over the Patreon page. We're trying to find people to well, help be out. Hard to do that. What it? I don't know. It's technology. Yeah, then They'll you figure have it videos out. Videos too. So if you're close well, whatever. by and you want to just come out here and hang out and take videos, 
or whatever. Yes. Um, yes. Look at that. that. I didn't even think we were going to talk about Patreon. Same thing. Garland, you do not dare. Little stinker shits. And this little white, all black with white armpits. Um, and um, 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 yes, our shirts. You know, having somebody help me out with shirts. Website design. Um, you want to run a tractor? Come on out. I'll Help teach you how to run a tractor. Fundraiser do, stuff, tabling. We have, our, um, we have a, a fundraiser coming up, um, an online auction we're going to do again. We don't have a date yet, but we do want to yeah, get a team tons of Tons and tons of stuff. We have one person, and I know you're a listener. And Wait, one? Who? Hi, Allie. <laughs> <laughs> and my friend, Holly. Oh, well, she said she's she listens. Well, I don't think well, she no, listens. Well, no, I said one. We have one person that is a listener. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Well, say. anyway. Okay. Um, but yes, if you, we need volunteers, we always need volunteers. We've got um, and people to thank our current volunteers, like we said, but specifically our board members and mm-hmm. um, Sam for Sam Olson for doing our trainings. She's that is a huge so feat of strength. Great at it. Yes, and thanks Goddamn to our people without kids. As- usual yeah yeah so anyway all right we're gonna phase that out okay yeah that was a lot we're back oh he messed up my minutes well i don't know how long long we're going for going i mean we're just okay you start talking let me see if i can figure this out okay um so oh there we go look at that beats in time 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 there there. uh who wants to know the beats in time i want to know my time Okay, so Garland is still staring at us. Um, what else? Um, so we just did thirty minutes. Oh, you oh, that was me. People, mm-hmm. we did thirty minutes on sadness. Yes, and then we, we did. did a commercial break. Now, okay, so um, yeah, I just want to interject. We got a conversion van. So Very important. What does it take to run a farm sanctuary? You have to be broke as shit and figure it out on your own. Right? I mean, you don't have to be. It's easier if you're not. <laughs> but if you are, just realize that about your life and lean in. So we just bought a 94 conversion van. To that look. goes great with our 96 Ford but truck. It so cute. Right next to our 90. Kitty cat. You stay away from Our 98 year old motorcycle that's been in the shop for almost a year and a half. Never drive again. Yeah. Um, um, but. Yeah, it's uh, so we we did lean into being poor. We got a conversion van, a high top, so I can almost stand up inside. And I um, can. It's a beautiful van. It's got 80,000 miles on it. It's a gorgeous van, uh, near mint condition, really. Mm-hmm. It's it's very, very good condition for its age. And we're going to take that from Wisconsin. We're going to drive all the way through Minnesota, North Dakota, up to Montana. We're going to do the Dinosaur Trail. Dino if you don't know trail, what that is. Dino Trail. I don't have a banjo button on here. Uh, um, and then we're going to do the Dino Trail. If you don't know what that is, you should check it out. At the end of the Dino Trail. child or if yourself is obsessed with dinosaurs. Because if you do it, you get a t-shirt. If well, you, you do all 14. you passport first, which, which I did. they sell. Some of the museums sell for five bucks. We got taken. Well, I paid That's, for shipping. Oh, shipping. So at the end of the, the museums, 14 museums, you get your t-shirt on your That's passport. That's what it was. I couldn't remember yep. if it was like a t-shirt. And then what? upper left-hand corner of Wyoming is going to be Yellowstone. And we'll the Great Tetons. Hopefully we'll have time for Halfway all of that. through Montana, we've got Glacier National Park, if we're really lucky. 
and then Bighorn Mountains. And then we're going to swing back. And there was some things. There was the, what was the Badlands? Mm-hmm. We're going to go through there, go through that, uh, the Indian Reservation in South Dakota from the, um, the pipeline. Oh, um, go and view oh some boy. of that. What is the name of that Why one? Why can't I think of ah. it all of a sudden? And we were just talking about it t- this morning. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. There's a map right there. there is a map. So, and then um, head back. We're going to be gone for two weeks. It's like 2,500 miles. We're pretty sure. It'll yeah. We've got one place to stay so far. We're going to get like two or three places, hotels. So we know we're going to have a nice place to stay in a shower in a shower. Other have. than that, we're going to be sleeping in the, van. in the van. We've got a sat phone. Awesome. What's a sat phone? Oh, check that out yourself. I didn't even know. Okay. It's a satellite phone. Yeah. Um, because we are going to be out in no man's land. And we are driving an old van. Um, what else? Uh, bear spray. We're looking into awesome made in Montana bear spray. Because mm-hmm. that shit gets real. That's really terrifying. Yeah. After watching the <laughs> video by the bear spray company. Which, of course, they end with, we're not here trying to tell you this to be afraid. But you will get mauled by bears. And you will die without our patented bear spray. Okay, maybe they weren't that dramatic, but yeah, they're they like, all we had you scars. Be- yeah, like, like scars. One guy, they had a picture of him. Two people. He, they had two people. I thought people. he had a very cut, chiseled jaw or cheekbones, no. but it was no. He was bitten in the face by a bear, and it was a and hole. And then he took a selfie. Cheek. <laughs> <laughs> Both people are mauled by grizzlies. Yeah. And then you can also, which I totally want to do, I want to practice, is you can get... Um, practice spray. Your practice spray. And on the video, they had a fake bear, little plaster bear. It was very tiny, but still, on a little train like track. Like the size of a Kodiak. At you, um, at they run at miles an hour. 30 miles an hour is their speed. And it went so fast. And the people had to practice and like try to get their bear spray out in time and... Yeah, they weren't doing it no. in the beginning. So yeah, you got it. You got to be right. Just like a fire extinguisher, you got to use that expired fire extinguisher. That's a good idea. I've never used a fire extinguisher before. You should. You should never turn your back on a fire or a bear, <laughs> unless they come up from behind you and you don't know they're there. So you just have to like spin around in circles. Yeah, every but when time you back away, you raise up your arms. You. Oh, I think my client's oh, here. Shit. You yell, "Hey bear! Hey bear! Hey bear!" Hey, bear. <laughs> say, if your conversation starter doesn't help to scare them away, if you don't have bear spray. But then they're like, you know, I'll take bear spray over a gun because a bullet won't even pierce the skull. Yeah. Which one? I wouldn't want to trust myself because I've never held a gun and I would not know what I was doing. And yeah, there's a lot less aiming with bear spray than with yeah. a gun. You just sweep. You and just apparently sweep. they have steel skulls anyways. And not that I, and I wouldn't want to kill a bear. I'd feel, I would be Oh no, you would. You life. would. If there was a bear on well, top yeah, of your was, child oh, or me. Yeah, on. I would do what I would have to do, yeah. but I would feel horrible about it still taking a life. But... I would rather just spray them and would. make them really. Okay. <laughs> I would hope that I would scare them away before they're mauling my spouse or my child. So let's yeah. let's watch Reverend. <laughs> great yeah, movie. Don't okay. watch it. It's horrifying. Oh no! It's no, it great. A really it's movie. a really good movie. Into the Wild is the one that. That's. Terrifying. That's oh, and they move the bus. 
Yeah. They moved bus I, 142. Very, okay, so we're just not even going to talk about farm stuff anymore. We're going to have a big old debate here because here's the thing. Holly thinks that it's stupid that they moved this bus. And I say it's good to not encourage people to go there because a million people keep dying trying to get out to that No, not place. a million. A few people have died. It is 26 miles off a path. You can take a vehicle there. If you're stupid and you want to walk it like the guy did, yeah, you're going to die. And you're going to need to get evac'd out. And that costs, that's like $500,000 that the taxpayers pay. Ooh. Now, yeah, I'm sure the city is probably like, God, these so they out here. airlift the bus out so people don't go there. But it's like, that's that's just, it's a shame. I, I think it was, so you can still get the coordinates. You can look up Magic Bus or Bus 142. You can get the original coordinates of where it was at. Mm-hmm. You can get yourself up to Alaska. You can get into Canada. You can find all these great little towns that it's surrounded by. You can get a hotel and then you can leave early in the morning. You can, you can get a guided tour. You can get a four wheeler. You can get a snowmobile. You can get out there. You can take a selfie. You can get back and you can sit in a bathtub. Or if you want to be dumb, you can just start walking around in the wilderness. Yeah. (laughs) On that note, my client is here. She's going to be waiting for me. So I got to get going. We'll cut this short at about yes. 45 minutes. Um, okay. We'll I feel bad we didn't talk too much. The the second half, second quarter, if you will. Eh, but um, I, that's the reality. So what I was, where I was going, I'll try to quick sum it up. Where I was going is, you know, what is it? Life on the farm? We haven't gone on a vacation. We went to Devil's Lake last year for five days. Was Other it than that. Days? I thought it was less than that. That might have been. Other than that, it had been like seven years. My brother's wedding, I think we figured... That was a last long vacation. Yeah, yeah, we went, well, a week before we moved here, we went with your parents to Santa Fe. Okay, so again, seven years ago. Yeah. It was, the, so when you buy a farm, you, you, you're you done. You're not going on huge vacations. You're unless just you have, not, unless you're very wealthy, you know? I mean, great volunteers, which is what we're yes. banking on this time around. So, but it's. Um, My client is waiting, sweetie, but oh, I gotta go. Okay, well, I just heard the other light. Uh, okay, anyway. Yeah, she's it's, at the house. It's, I imp- saw her walk past. Okay. it's important that people think of that stuff. And when you, when you want to start a farm, it's okay. So let's start the farm, but you know, think of how are you going to do it for us? Conversion van. Yep. Sounds good. All right. Gotta go. Okay. Just got a text.